Hello, this is ASEAN Movie Pulse interviews. I am Panos Kozathanasis and I'm here with Arthur Harari. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, good to have you here. So, thank you. Uh, let's take things from the beginning. How did you end up being in the movie business? First an actor, then a director, or the opposite? How? Oh, no, I'm not really an actor. I, I occasionally act in, in films mostly by friends but i'm i'm a director mm -hmm. i i wanted to be i wanted to make films uh, since i was a child because i was very uh i watched a lot of films with my brother my 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 older brother who is uh, now the dop of the films that i make mm -hmm. and uh, so it's 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 been a very long passion and so we started making films um amateur films in, in when we were teenagers and then progressively it was step-by-step step more, more serious and more, uh, and we, we found some money and then, but I didn't go to a school. I went to the university to study cinema for four years in Paris. And then every film, short film that I was making was a little more, complicated, ambitious in a, in a general way. And then, yeah, it's been, but it's been a long, a long road to make my first feature film, uh, which was in two, 2015, 15, 16, uh, the release. And then, yeah, that, that's how I got here. Mm -hmm. And uh, how did you end up shooting a film about Onoda? Well, this was a, a long project. Uh, I heard first of the story in 2013. So it was before shooting my first feature film. And I was immediately attracted to the, to the story. It, it felt uh, crazy, uh, at the same time, crazy, absurd and, and fascinating character. So I, I, uh, I wanted, at this point, I wanted to make a, an adventure film. And I was reading a lot of stuff and, and searching in a lot of directions. And when I heard of that story, it, it felt that everything that I was looking for was, was there because it was at the same time a kind of uh, legendary story. And the fact that it was true was even more, more interesting because it was, uh, uh, it was like reality had given birth to a, the, the craziest of fictions. And, and, and to me, the story was about fiction because it's, it, it's, uh, it's the, the, main, the main topic for Onoda. It's believing in something that he thinks is true, uh, but, but is a complete construction. So it was for me, it was at the same time ab about, about me, about my, my relationship to, to the to the real world and to reality and to fiction. So it, it felt quite uh, uh, natural for me to project into this, this story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, what kind of research did you do for the film? Is there are a lot of historic events there and about... Yeah, um, well, it, it, I didn't do um, that much research because I found a book, a French book that was written in, in the 70s, just, just after Onoda returned to Japan a book written by two young uh, French uh, men <clears throat> who were kind of journalists, but 
they only wrote this book and it was a very, very well written book, very precise. They had met Onoda and all the, all the survivors of the story. And this book was very complete and very, very interesting also in, in, in the vision it had, the kind of uh, abstract vision that we could project on the, on the, on the, on the, the story. And so I uh, finally, I, I met one of the authors of this book, which is still alive and living in Tokyo. And so I, I exchanged uh, a lot of uh, things with him. He, he shared with me other memories and, and, and facts that, was, that were not in the book. And so it was, I, I, I didn't read like historical books about Japan or about, about the war, because the, the, the fact is that in the story of Onoda, everything can be understood, even if you don't really know what is the, the, the general situation of the war, the Pacific War at the time, or the, the history of Japan. It, it, the film to me was not about Japan. Of course, it, it happens to Japanese people and it, it has to do with the Japanese uh, way of being in the war and the, 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 the imperialist uh, ideology from Japan. But it's, it also is very, it felt very universal and very, uh, uh, transversal. So I finally read the book that Onoda wrote himself, but I read it after writing the script because I, it didn't, at the time it, it was not available in French. So I finally read it in English, but after, after completing the, the script, because I didn't really want to, to relay only on his subjectivity because it's, it felt that I had, I wanted to build my own character which to me is a fiction character. Mm -hmm. So how much of the story is the actual truth in the end, apart from the main well, premise? I mean, most, of the, most of the events are true. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've changed uh, some, some details and, and I changed also sometimes the chronology or the order. But uh, the, the most, uh, the most important uh, differences between the facts and, and the film is uh, it, it concerns the, the beginning of the story, the, the fact that Onoda, in, in the real life, Onoda was not, uh, he didn't want to be a pilot and he had no fear of heights and they were, they were, he, he, the, the episode where he, is, he, he, he tells that he wanted to be a pilot and he couldn't and then they proposed him to be a kamikaze. This is not this is not true. This is invented, and also the fact that uh, this character, the major Taniguchi, mm -hmm. uh, well, there was a real guy called Taniguchi, but and he was the the last officer that Onoda saw before going to the island. So it was the the officer that gave him his orders, his final orders. But this man was not his instructor. So I, in a way, I I I created one. Uh, important figure based on two or three uh, uh, superiors that Onoda had. But the fact is that at the end in 1974, it's this major Taniguchi who came back to, to the island in the same circumstances that I show in the film with this young, uh, this young adventurer from, from, from Tokyo, with, who was called Noyo Suzuki. 
and and he came back to the island to to give Onoda his, his orders to surrender. So and then there are a few episodes that are invented. For example, the the episode with the the Filipino peasant who is killed, and then the episode with the the woman in yes. These are uh, fictional uh, episodes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have a question after watching the film. She stayed in that place for 30 years or so. And how did the people in the area perceive his existence? They knew that he was there and they avoided him or how, how was it? Yes, the, he was, of course, very, very famous for them for 30 years. He, everybody knew that there was remaining soldier and several soldiers in the jungle and then progressively less and less and he finally was the only one so he was perceived as a threat and as a, he was called the devil from the mountain there they mm. was at the same time feared and 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 hated they hated him of course because he was the enemy he was uh, he was killing people and he was uh, the situation was was very clear um, but because he managed to stay alive, he became a kind of also a legend there, a negative legend. Um, and, uh, and, and when, when Onoda finally, uh, went out of the jungle and, and, and surrendered, actually there was, this is not in the film, but there was a, a kind of, uh, a secret uh, arrangement between the Japanese government and the Filipino government. Uh, the Japanese paid a lot of money to get Onoda back because they didn't want him to be judged or killed uh, by the Filipino. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it seems obvious that if, if there wouldn't have been this arrangement, Onoda would have been killed mm -hmm. either by, by uh, partisans or uh, in a non-official way, or, or he would have been arrested and 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 trialed and condemned because 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 of all the the civilians that he had killed, because he killed a lot of people in the thirty years. So now it's still there are a lot of people living in in this island that still knew the the period when Onoda was there, and I met one one Filipino woman a director a film director was uh, actually making a film, a documentary film about Onoda from, from the, the, the Islanders point of view. And she told me that her grand uncle had been killed by Onoda. So it's, it's still a very difficult subject there, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, the, the film is also about the concept of duty, but in, in a bad way, I think, in a very negative meaning. What is your opinion about this whole concept of duty, particularly regarding during war times, let's say? Yes, well, it's a very, it's a very complicated subject. It's, uh, my goal in making the film was not to make a statement about that or to be very, like, uh, to, to, to give the moral of the story or to say it's bad to train people to be faith, so faithful to their duty and to obey because it seems so obvious that it's that it's in a way monstrous in this story the the fact that obedience and and the sense of duty leads a man 
to forget himself and to believe in 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 a lie for 30 years the, I, what i mean is that the story was speaking itself about that i didn't i didn't want to impose my 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 judgment because it's it seemed to me very irrelevant and very easy for me not having experienced any of 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 those events and and not having experienced war or anything to say this is the good way this is the bad way and and he's wrong it, it i wanted to tell the, the the story as an adventure the, the fact that we are put in onoda's point of view or almost in his point of view a little little bit on the side but from his his side uh, we it, it seemed a very interesting place to 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 live all the adventure because we are with him and at the same time we 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 are forced to 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 take some some step away to to i wanted to allow the 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 audience to to be critical about what was happening but also to be in onoda's shoes is a very uncomfortable place and this this seemed interesting to to be doing all the way with him with this sense of duty and to experience all the violence that it that it uh, that it supposes uh it seemed more interesting than to say look at this crazy guy uh just uh following his orders for 30 years he's he's the bad guy to me it's it's more ambiguous than that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and can you give me some details about how the whole production came to be it seems like quite an expensive film considering its duration and yeah it's not it's not that it's not that expensive for for the film I- itself uh it's approximately between 4.5 and 5 million euros so it's it's of course it's not nothing it's not a very small budget but it's not it's not a hollywoodian budget mm-hmm. uh and we managed to make the film in such a way that it cost it, it didn't cost as much as it, as it should what's in the screen i i think it it should have cost 7 millions or 8 million something and because we had a kind of uh, uh we we took a lot of time to prepare the film and to and to shoot the film but we were not in a in a very uh how can i say yeah we we were very committed to the film and so we spent a lot of hours working without being paid for 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 that amount of work so uh and and this is important because uh the film was was built in a very uh free way independent way and this also in terms of production the producer found he, he had to invent the way to produce the film and to uh interest uh, to 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 gather a lot of uh, co-producers and to make them understand that we wanted to make the film this way and not in a very once more in in an hollywoodian way or whatever so um well because the film was in japanese it was very difficult to find money in france a lot of money in france uh because it's always linked to the language the, the amount mm-hmm. of money that you can find especially the the public money so we 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 almost succeeded in having all all the all the subventions the, the the money that we could have 
the public public money we could have here. It was quite small because of the language. And then the, the, the producer found uh, partners in a lot of countries. At one point he was searching everywhere. Like for, for instance, we, 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 had, we had an idea for, for a Greek co-producer which we invested in a way uh, if, for, 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 for a time, but it didn't succeed. And then we, he was looking for money in, in Mexico or in Lebanon or in China. <laughs> also. So finally, we found money in, in Germany, in Belgium, which, which are pretty common co-producers for French films. But also in Italy, we had, we had money from the, from the Italian TV, which is more more weird yeah. <laughs> we think we could, we could find money there yeah. and from japan yeah from japan of course We've, we found a lot of money in japan which was not uh, we uh, at first we had been told that it would be very difficult to find money in japan for a film like that uh, but we found a, a co-producer which is uh, the main co-producer between france and japan uh, which is called uh, maza sawada and he found a lot of money because he's good at finding money, I guess. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, Japan is the second co-producing country uh, in the film. Mm -hmm. And then we, we shot the film in Cambodia. So it's, it, it's not a money co-production, but it's the, the, the fact that we make the film there makes Cambodia a co-producer. Mm -hmm. ah, well. So I thought it was in the Philippines. I didn't realize. No, it no, it's not. It's not in the Philippines. Okay, okay. Can you tell me a bit more about the location? Where exactly in Cambodia? And how? Well, in Cambodia, it's shot in the in the the area of Kampot, which is a a city in the south of Cambodia and on the seaside. And we found almost all the locations that we needed on on the area of Kampot. Uh, the jungle and the village and um, the roads, the the seaside. No, the seaside. The, the scenes on the seaside is on a small island. It's actually the the only scene shot on an island because we we recreated the island on the mainland. Um, but yeah, the 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 the, the locations were cra crazy and beautiful. It's it's a beautiful country that I discovered for for the location scout and. Um, and it was amazing shooting there. Also because the Japanese actors were, they, they, they spent uh, three months away from Japan and they felt very free and very, we all felt very, uh, yeah, because none of us were, were in our countries except for the, of course, the, the Cambodian team, which was very important, but uh, the, the the main the main team and the, and the, the actors were French and Japanese and so to be away from our countries for so long it felt very exciting making this film in, in these conditions. Mm -hmm. And can you tell me now that you mentioned the actors? Can you tell me a bit about the casting and your cooperation with the Japanese cast? Well, I I spent a lot of time prior to the to the shooting on the on the casting phase uh, i was in paris most of the time and i was making trips to to tokyo they, there was a little team in charge of the casting there uh, and we were talking every week and they would send me videos of actors that they had casted and i was also making research on on my side on the internet 
I found a few sites on the internet where there were lists of actors. So I became kind of crazy about with that. I was constantly looking for, for faces and it's actually this way that I found the, the young Onoda, the young one, mm-hmm. which is absolutely not a famous actor. He's now is, 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 uh, I think he is, is, he has access to a, a, a greater, uh, interest in Japan, but he was completely under the radar at this, at, at this point. So I, I, I only, I, I saw a, a photo of him and I found his face very interesting with this, you know, this uh, scars of, uh, of spots mm-hmm. of acne in, in his face. And I found it very interesting because he had something very, very child, childlike about his face and also very, very focused with these very strong eyes. So I, I asked the, the, the casting director, the woman casting director in Japan, I said, do you know this guy? And do you, yeah? And she said, I heard of him, but I, I've never seen him act. So it's interesting, we'll, we'll, we'll see him. And then I went to Japan and, and when I met him, I immediately understood that he had something apart. It was, it was not like the, others, the other actors that I saw. It was very, uh, very true, um, very interesting approach to, to to, to the acting because he was uh, he was not that confident in himself. He was a professional, but he was uh, it was like a part of him was still unsure of what what acting means. And this I find interesting because then we can experiment and we can. He was always acting with uh, what's what is his his real personality and and the technique comes in the second time and this is something that i like and for the other the other parts it, it was a very long process mm-hmm. like almost one year or one year and a half for, for the whole the whole casting because it was it took some time for me to understand what kind of what type of, of acting that i could find in, in in japan what type of actors would be the good ones for for the, for the parts it was it was a very exciting experience mm-hmm. Did you have them lose weight at the end, the uh, actors? What? Excuse me? Did you have them lose weight? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they all lost a lot of weight. The, the one that lost the, the, the most uh, is uh, uh, Konji Tsuda, the, the older Onoda. And he, it was very, very impressive because he's, at the beginning, he's not, he's not a fat guy. He's already a thin guy. But uh, the, the first time I saw him in Tokyo, we, we, made, uh, we made this this test and he was very amazing. And, and then I told him, okay, it's you. And then a few months later, I came back to Tokyo and I made, uh, I ma- I, I made a lot of uh, rehearsal with the actors. And then and when he showed up, it was six months before shooting. And he showed up and he was very skinny. Mm-hmm. It was very impressive. So I said, oh, but you already lost a lot of weight. Uh, how are you gonna do? Because it's in six months. You're not. And he said, "No, no, I'm going. I'm I'm going to to gain back that those those kilos and then lose them once more. <laughs> it was just to make you see how I can look as Onoda. Ooh. I was. Ooh. I understood at that point how much committed the, the actors in Japan can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, you think, the biggest difference between Japanese and French, European actors, let's say? 
Um, it's uh, it's it's maybe a more a bit more complicated than that. The, uh, yes, of course, the Japanese actors are very committed and very very intense. But it's I'm not sure they are always this committed. Maybe this project was special for them because they they all they all consider that it was a very important project for them because of the ambition of the film and because also of the the fact that most of these actors are not famous actors on they sometimes it's quite difficult for them to have interesting parts in 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 Japan so this 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 film for them was special so they gave pretty much everything they could to the film but one one thing that i understood is that it's very difficult to be an actor in Japan Mm -hmm. There are no schools for acting, no, almost no formation, no, no training class or anything. So, and, and you're not very respected as an actor. You, you're considered like an employee of the, ag the agency and an employee of the production. There, there is not so much communication between directors and actors uh, when they make a film. Mm -hmm. Always very short. They, they always the rhythm of shooting is crazy. It's like they make a, a feature film in two or three weeks, uh, very bad wages. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's like uh, you have to believe very strongly that it's what you want to do. And this has a consequence in, with the actors is that they have to prepare themselves all by themselves, alone. They're very lonely. And so they prepare very strongly alone. Uh, they work a lot before the shootings. And they come to the set very prepared because they know that they won't have a lot of takes, a lot of time. And sometimes they're very, most of the time they're very frustrated because they, they don't have the, the opportunity to try things and to go very, very deeply into things. And so I understood that they were very autonomous. They, they had a lot of autonomy and they prepared themselves very thoroughly before the shooting. And when they arrived on set, I was very impressed by the, the level of preparation and the level of commitment. But this is also because, like I said, the project was special for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how about Angeli uh, Bayani? How did she come to be in the movie? Uh, well, uh, when I wrote the, the, the part for the, for the, the Filipino woman, uh, I didn't know Angeli Bayani yet. And it's uh, actually it's the, the Cambodian producer, which is a friend and is also a director, a movie director, uh, Devi Shu. He oh, actually okay. has a film in, uh, in Cannes this year in mm -hmm. uh, Un Certain Regard, his second, his third feature film. And he's a, a close friend. And he knows very well uh, all the Asian cinema, all the countries, because he lives in Cambodia and he traveled a lot in, in, in all Asia. And he, he was the one who proposed, uh, who drew attention on, uh, on Angeli Bayani because he saw her in, uh, in the films by Lav Diaz. And so I was interested and I, I watched uh, especially uh, Norte, the film by Lav Diaz. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was obvious that she, she was interesting for the part. So we, we got, got in touch with her and she immediately said, okay, I'm interested. It's, it's it's uh, it's an interesting project and, and it was great. It, it was it was she, she's she's a, a marvelous actress.
Mm -hmm. And uh, can you tell me a bit about the cinematography and what you wanted to do in the visual aspect of the film? There are very different aspects visually in the film. So. Well, it's it's a broad subject, but I was working with my brother and uh, we we worked a lot in advance. We prepared a lot. The, um, yeah, the mise-en-scene and the, 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 the... We made, for a few scenes, we made a storyboard because we had to be very precise for the special effects and the, the action scenes. Um, uh, but we, and, and, and the preparation for the movie was very long, as I said. And so we watched or we rewatched a lot of films that we, that we liked and we discovered also new films, not only war films, but uh, films from also from the Philippines or from, from Japan and, and we, we were very inspired also by, by classical US cinema, uh, films by John Ford or by Samuel Fuller or Walt Walsh. <clears throat> and, um, and because there were a lot of influences at some point, it was, it was a way for us to, to be, we would take things from here, from there. And, and then we felt free to, to make to, to make our own to build progressively our own vision, which was partly classical and partly also very. We wanted the film to have a, a kind of very raw aspect, very real. We, we wanted the experience to be very very direct. For instance, the the elements, the the, the rain and the. We we wanted or the the you know the the sweat the the fact that the actors would 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 sweat uh, this was very imp important for me because it 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 was my main obsession was not to make a history film I wanted the audience to experience something in the present to forget that it was in the past and to forget that it was a French film or to forget references to to have the sensation. That they were living the experience with the with with the actors with the characters, and this also was uh, was very interesting in regards of of the natural light, the fact that a lot of scenes are outside in the in the daylight, and we wanted to yeah to work with the natural light in a way that was very expressive, and also a kind of dreamy like a mix. I, I could sum up the, 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 the research for, for the visual aspect as we wanted the experience to be very real and at the same time uh, to feel a bit like a, somebody dreaming his own life. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we were searching for, for this, this particular uh, mood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, the film screened in Cannes, right? The premiere yeah. was. Uh, how was the reception from the audience? It was it was great. It was one of the first films shown in Cannes this year because it was the opening of, of the sex the section Un certain regard, and yes, it was uh, it was it was amazing. Yeah, the, the 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 feedback, the immediate feedback was very warm and very enthusiastic. And I felt that was the good, the good place and the good moment to show the film and to make it, uh, to make it, uh, to 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 give him its uh, its its birth because it's like the film is being born when you you show it the first time and it's so yeah 
I have nothing to say, but it was great. Mm -hmm. Has it screened in Japan? Yes, it 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 was released in Japan uh, last in last October, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I wasn't able to go there because of the COVID. Mm -hmm. But it was very a very 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 good release, also very good feedbacks, and and the film for for French foreign film uh, of that length. It it's uh, it's 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 a success there, yeah. Mm -hmm. And now uh, Third Window is releasing the DVD, right? Blu-ray. So yeah, in uh, mm -hmm. in uh, in in the UK, yeah. And in it, there's a French DVD and Blu-ray, of course, uh, uh, in France. Uh, and there will be also in uh, in in Spain. So the film is is being released in quite a lot of countries. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's been it has been sold in more or less 20 countries. Good, oh, really? so it's good. it's it's, uh, it's really good for for a film like that. The the main preoccupation we had was the length of the film because it's very long, mm -hmm. and it, it's been especially especially difficult for uh, for uh, uh, an American release. But we found now uh, an American distri distributor who who is going to release the film. I don't know exactly when, but it, I think at the end of, of this year. So yeah, it's it's um, it's a it's a good career for the film. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And would you say okay, maybe this is a bit naive question, but would you say that it is a Japanese film or a French film in the end? No, it's not. It's an interesting question. Um, once more, it's not easy to make a simple answer. It's a French film because I'm French and because the initiative of, of the film came from France and because also, even if it's not very obvious in the film, my culture in the, is, is mostly French and it's, it's from there that I made the film. But at the same time, my, my, my goal was not to make a French film, was to make a film which you wouldn't know where it came from. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it's at the same time French and Japanese because it's Japanese speaking and there's a lot of Japanese uh, in the film and, and Japanese energy put in the film makes it also a Japanese film, uh, but also a Cambodian film because in terms of number, the most people that worked on the film are Cambodian. Mm -hmm. So if you add up all those nationalities, it makes the film from nowhere. So yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> and to me, the, the fact that the film is more important than its nationalities, this is the main thing. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't want the film to correspond to a place because also the story for me is, is the story of an exile. But it's, it's a physical exile, but it's also an, uh, an interior exile. It's, it's somebody who's, who, because of the choice that he makes and because of the situation he's in, uh, he he he's from nowhere. He's a kind of uh, yes. It's like Ulysses uh, going to make the war and then uh, spending so so many years outside of his of his of his place. And the the, the idea of coming back is it's uh, his whole life is about coming back, but it's not coming back this easy. So. Yeah, the, the the adventure is more is more important than the place in a way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And uh, would you say that particularly for independent production like yours, is this whole co-production scheme the only way you think nowadays? Or It, depend, it depends on the projects. For amb ambitious projects that are not uh, only linked to a country, to, 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 for example, to France, yes, it's, uh, you have no choice. You have to make a production. If you don't want to work with Netflix or something, because if you if you do, they can put all the money in at once. But this is something that I don't want to do because I want to make mo movies and not computer films. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, and co-production also is interesting because you are forced to invent new ways of making films, not only in an economical way, but also in a craft craft uh, I don't know how you say craftsmanship mm -hmm. way. You have to invent the method and the, the the way you design your film, you think your film, you you build it. The, the relationship will with all the the, the different persons uh, in, involved in the film makes you. It's it's also an experimental way of 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 working, and this is something that I like mm -hmm. because you don't know what you are going to do before doing it. Okay. And uh, in the end, would you say that you are satisfied with the end result of Fonoda, the whole procedure and the how it came itself? to The yeah. film itself, you mean? Yes. Yes, I, I, from the position I'm in now, and because I did, I, I don't really know what the film is now. I, I, I've, I've received a lot of feedbacks, and I have, I have to watch the film again and again in the years to come to finally, maybe at one point, understand a bit from the outside, what is the film? But from the position that I'm now, the impression I have is that I have absolutely no frustration and no deceptions because I, at every step of the, of the making of this film, I was completely free and completely, and also I had the time. This is the, the most important thing for me is mm -hmm. that I, I had the time, all the time that I needed to shoot, to prepare, to edit, to write, to produce, to rehearse. I had really all the time that I needed and I, I know that it's a luxury. And, uh, but it's also a luxury that you can afford not necessarily by being rich because we were not a rich production. It's, it's a way of, of thinking and a way of uh, seeing what it is to produce a film and to make a film. Mm -hmm. So this is my main satisfaction. Okay. And do you watch a lot of films in general? Yes. Nowadays, a little less, maybe, because I have two, two daughters and it's, mm. it depends on the moments, what you have to do and what are your responsibilities. But uh, at some point in my life, I was watching a lot, a lot of movies. Now, maybe also because I'm, very obsessed by the idea of making movies and, and what is the movie that I have to make. I watch a little less movies, but I'm still, I'm a cinephile, yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think this is important for a director? To watch movies? Yes. Yes. Mm. I think, I think it's, all, it's, it's also very important to watch movies from the past, from all the, all the different decades of cinema and to still discover or rediscover films from the past as well as discovering films from now 
but I think that one without the other is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the same with literature. I think it's very important to read, uh, to read books from everywhere and every period to to be able to write things because you don't invent things from 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 zero. You invent because you you nourish yourself from from what's been done before and from what is being done in other places. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the last question, I guess, any future projects and maybe are you planning to work in Asia again or? Well, uh, the future, the, the, the next film that I'm going to make will not be in Asia. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be in France mainly. It's also a, a challenge for me because it's not that easy. This is weird, but it's not easy for me to imagine a film close to me and close to my place, close to my time. So I tried to force myself to find something to do that because I, I, I began to feel a bit weird about that. Like the, because, because to me, react to something that is far away and that is exotic is easier. And so I was a bit, uh, yeah, I had questions with myself about that. So, but that doesn't mean that I won't make films abroad and I, I I'm definitely I want to make films uh, more exotic like another because it's it's very exciting to me and and particularly I, I really want to make films in Asia in the future but I don't know which ones and where I would love to make to make a film in Jap- with Japanese actors again but I don't know what film the whole question is to find something you have you want to you want to to tell a story you want to tell something that fascinates you in 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 a way that you will work on it for years so and this is always difficult for me to find mm-hmm. it's always a difficult process it's not easy for me it's like it's not i don't find uh, something necessary every day mm-hmm. okay well i guess that's it thank you very much Arthur. thank you thank Hello. you Hello, this is, was Azel Movie Pass interviews from Panos Kodathanasis and Arthur Harari. Have a nice day. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a nice day.